Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Further ado, I'd like to introduce you to someone who I admire, not only from afar, but as a fellow moderator. She is simply amazing. I know you guys have watched Shark Tank many times. I know I have. I've shown it to my students. But she's the secret weapon behind Kevin O'Leary. She's been on Bravo. She's had went from 32 clients, guys, to 11,000 in 12 months. And she has over a million followers online. That is amazing. They're not fake. She is the real deal. Her name, without further ado, may we uh, unmike for Kim Walsh Phillips. Thank you, Dr. Rowe. That is so amazing. And I've never been on Bravo, but that is one of my vision boards. I feel like at that point, it's going to be the Bravo for Seniors channel when it happens. But I have worked with a lot of them on the station. So I thank you so much. Well, thank you, everybody. So thrilled to be with you today. Uh, Kim Walsh Phillips here. And we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is social influence, social influence. So um, if any of you ever read Robert Cialdini's book called Influence, it's an incredible book. It's a very large, it can feel overwhelming at times, but it is filled with brilliance about our brain science. So the things that we do and behave are all based and not by chance. In a lot of ways, it's based on how our brain works. And he talks about the science of social influence. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, what it is, why you need to use it inside of growing your business and making decisions in your life, and how you can leverage it for others in order to enact change inside of them. So what is social influence? It's the decisions that we made are created by seeing what other people do around us. So for instance, I jumped in this room. I made sure to jump in this room a few minutes early. I came right off a coaching call, but I came in to hear what was the tone of the room? What was happening ahead of time? How were people responding? How are they unmuting their mics? How are they being called on so that I can follow that moving forward? Okay, that that's one thing, but it actually goes more into the nuances of our everyday. So any of you who go to church, if there's a band or music that is played in the church, typically people will stand when they go to sing. 
And this could be the people in your church stand to sing every single week, always. Yet, there will always be a couple of those fierce individuals who stand up first. And then when people see somebody else stand up, they will stand up too. That is social influence. We're making sure that there is safety. It comes from how our brain works that back in the day, you wouldn't go into the cave alone. You'd go with a group of people to protect you. It's why birds fly together. It's why animals travel in packs. We're going after social influence. But it definitely goes into our buying decisions. If you think about it from a perspective of when you go to go to buy something on Amazon, let's say, and there are two products, same product, Listings, same price, same rating. Someone unmute your mic. If, if they're same rating, they have the same price. They both take prime. Which one do you choose? How do you make that decision? I want to mute your mic and say it. What could it be? What could it be? Can you say that question again? Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. You go to buy something on Amazon. You're, let's say you're going to buy a yoga mat. There are two yoga mats. They look exactly the same color. They're the same price. They have the same rating. They both have 4.7 stars. They both have Amazon Prime ship. What is the next thing you look at to decide which one you're going to buy? You're going the to first one. Right. <laughs> yes, the, first. the number of reviews. Exactly. If one has two reviews and has 4.7 stars, and one has 2,000 reviews and has 4.7 stars, you're going to go with the one with 2,000 reviews because in our mind, we believe that that is the safer choice. Our brain protects ourselves in making purchasing decisions based in who went before us to make this decision before us. And we do this without thinking. It's a subconscious decision that we make, but it's a thing that you can leverage inside your own business. So back in the day, when I was in college, I was looking to make some extra cash. And I am not one of these people who is good at doing crafts. You really do not want me to ever do a craft or a DIY project or even make you dinner. These are things that I am not good at. Amazing at making money, doing marketing campaigns. I'm not good at that, but I needed cash. And I, the town my school was in, my college was in, happened to be next to a paper factory, which smells terrible. And so I found that if I took potpourri and I glue gunned it to a wreath, this is, this is the limit of my ability. I would take potpourri and I would glue gun it to a wreath. They would smell really good. And I could bring them to a craft fair. And in a day, I could make hundreds of dollars because these things would smell, uh, sell out because this town stunk and people needed things to smell good. But the secret to me selling out was actually very interesting. I found this because a friend of mine came along with me. And it was actually a guy I was dating at the time. And he wanted to spend time with me on a Saturday. I said, if you want to come spend time with me, you have to come help me at my booth. And when he came into the booth and he stood there and he was just looking at the wreaths, I saw all these people coming into the booth to buy. They needed to see somebody inside my booth in order for them to come in as well and start buying. And I'm like, interesting. So then I realized that if I brought somebody with me at each craft fair, then they all they had to do was stand in the booth and look at the reeds. People would come in. We would sell out in the first 15 minutes, and we could be on our way. A couple times when no one could come with me, I did not have that experience. It was very hard for me to get people in, and only people would come in when someone else was inside the booth. 
social influence. So how the heck do we leverage the same thing in our business? The good news is you can do this really easily. And I want you all to be thinking about other ways you can do this as well. But it starts with something just like we're doing here. Okay, you can interview somebody. If you have clients that you have worked with in the past, success stories of something you have done or people you have influenced in some positive way, you can interview them either in a clubhouse room, on a podcast, a Facebook Live, an Instagram Live. As soon as you start interviewing them about their story and they share with others what their life was like before they met you, what they found out because they met you, the action that they took because of what they found out and what their life looks like now, just that simple model of four questions, that's instant social proof because now you have somebody who is telling their story, engaging with you, and that creates trust. Strategy number two, you can simply tell their stories as part of your content, okay? So for example, I have uh, one of my coaching clients, she owns a wine shop on Nantucket and she could not open her wine shop to foot traffic at all last year. And so she needed to find a way to be able to still sell wine without having people come into the shop. So what did she do? She started a wine series doing a Facebook live every Thursday night that she would go over a different wine tasting and she would promote which wine she was going to have for the tasting on Thursday night earlier in the week to her audience. If they wanted to order the wine, they would let her know. They would deliver the wine to people's houses and each week she would do this tasting and while she did it, she would call out people's names who were on the, li the live that had ordered the wine. So now she's mentioning her customers in real time while she's engaging her audience. Frankly, I just did that very thing right now by telling you the story of Jenny with her wine shop on Nantucket. Instead of just teaching things that you have, pull the success stories of your students into your content, and then you are creating more social proof by making it more realistic. The other thing you wanna make sure you do when you bring their stories in is give some specific details. Don't go on and on, no one wants to hear that. But the fact that I said she couldn't um, sell online, fine, or she couldn't sell in store, fine. But when I said she's from Nantucket, you didn't really need to know that in the story, except it made it more realistic because it's true. She is from Nantucket. Epernay Wines is her company brand, but it made that little bit of uh, specificity made it a much more believable story. Okay, strategy number three, and I want y'all be thinking about how were you? What's one way? What's one way that you were influenced um, with social influence to make a purchase of some kind, or what's one way you use social influence for something in your life. And then I'm going to open up the stage for uh, a flash of mics to be able to share. Okay. So one more way two more total four total in this whole story is that you can do an awards program doing an awards program. If you do hold an awards program that is based on the success of the individuals that you work with, now you are celebrating their achievement. You are celebritizing them, which means you're helping to give them the recognition they deserve for taking action. And you're creating instant social proof that the thing that you teach, the thing that you do, the thing that you sell actually works so much so that others have had success with it. 
So how can you do this in the different genres? You can do it on different levels. If they hit different goals within your program, like we teach people how to launch courses. So we give out awards once you've hit five figures in sales, six figures in sales, seven figures in sales, you are recognized. You might have something that's not as numeric. It can be instead that they showed up for this many days. Maybe you're a health coach. They literally took a picture of their food and kept their food diary for 30 days in a row, 90 days, six months. These are the results that they had. You might be someone who's focusing on financial services or somebody who relies upon referrals. What behavior do you want your audience to take and how could you engage them in an award uh, that could also create social proof? I do this with my own kids. So my children, they will want something that they are they, they choose to have and I will um, create a goal for them to achieve that and I will not just give it to both of them they both have to achieve that goal so one of their goals what they wanted they saw that I I tend to have a few prizes we give away for things and they saw I had an echo dot or no an echo show one of the Amazon um, echoes that has the video screen and they wanted it for their playroom and I said sure Whoever cleans up and organizes the room, you'll get the Echo Dot. Well, the child that did it got it. And then I was able to use that as social influence to say, this is what will happen when you follow through. You will be rewarded. They saw that in real time. We're just taking that and propelling it further. Okay, the final one, and this one is a little controversial. So don't shoot the messenger. This comes from brain science, is that you need a follower count. Yes, you do. But think about how we look at that. You go to click on Glenn's face, the amazing Glenn Lundy, and you see that he has 92.4 thousand followers. You instantly come in this room if you've never been here before to say, oh, what he has to say matters. I'm going to pay attention to what he has to say, right? When you go to somebody's Instagram page, you see that they have thousands of followers. You instantly say, oh, they must be worth following. Now, is that a vanity metric? Absolutely. But it comes from a sanity metric that is protection of ourselves. So if you haven't taken the time to grow your following, to build your list, to build your audience, I strongly encourage you to take that step, even if you are only looking to work with people one-on-one, -on -one. even if you are only looking to land a job or get a new client or find a new vendor, there is this safety factor in social influence that comes from people seeing your follower count, seeing your audience size, seeing how many people you have in place. And from that, they make decisions on whether or not you can be trusted, whether or not they can take the next step with you. And they don't even know that is why they are deciding that. I would love to have others inside here tap in while uh, I'm going to look at screen. So if you'd like to share a thought and insight, a way you've been influenced by social influence or you use social influence in your business, if you can flash your mics right now, that would be amazing. Tal, I see you. I'm going to be coming to you next. And then I'll call on to others that would like to tap in as well. Um, but before I do, I want to tell you, you are in the Breakfast with Champions room, the Millionaire's Breakfast Club. We now have 15 hours of programming each weekday from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m plus a 6 a.m. noon Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday. If you like what you're hearing, get some friends into the room by hitting that plus sign so that they can hear it too and invite them to join the Breakfast with Champions Club on Clubhouse as a member. Tal, over to you. 
Thank you, Kim. And it's always great to be at the Breakfast with Champions room. I, I barely get to be here because it's always like nighttime for me. So I always coming so late or either the room is like running in the times that I'm not here. So, um, so thanks for the microphone. I'm super pumped for that subject as well because I have been creating content since 2006. And that's when I started to really grow and, um, you know, have followers or, you know, um, community. I call them my community because I have people who have been following me and have been knowing me. And I, I know some of them as well because we create engagement. And that's the key thing in having fans or having, you know, followers is really to have a communication with them. So I've been having those people following me on different platforms. It started on MySpace at 2006 and it can before there was Instagram, before there was Facebook, before there was anything and it continued, you know, YouTube came to the world and and uh, Twitter came to the world and then Facebook only appeared, you know, I was many, many years ago and I started to really grow my fan base for so in so many channels and so many um, uh, platforms also as a blog and as a website owner and and on different platforms as uh, Facebook groups etc so today I have uh, more than half a million followers on different platforms related to my niche mostly but I have people who have been following me since 2007 or 2008 and they I feel like and they feel they always tell me that they are going through my life with me so they know me from different kind of time, different kind of aspect. So, you know, they saw me in my previous business 10 years ago and then, you know, how I moved back to Israel and I moved to LA and then I met my, my current husband and, you know, got divorced from the previous and opened a new business and all the things that I'm going through, I'm always sharing with my audience. And what happens is that they feel they know me and, and what happens is people love stories people following stories people following people they will not follow logos they will not follow you know um, uh, shapes or colors they will follow a human being so I always recommend everyone who is not really sure if he should put himself out there you know if he should build this followers base so just like Kim said the more you have followers the more you are able to influence, the more you, you are able to inspire, to bring your story out. And I'm sure, and I'm sure that each and every one of us, each and every person on the, at, on the stage or at the audience has his own story, has his own inspiration to bring to others. And each and every one of us has a unique story because we all going through different things. So everyone has a voice to bring out. And if someone will take that advantage of the social media arena, times in arena, you know, it's, it's, it's a magical what we can do with those platforms. We are able to influence, not only to sell, I'm not even talking about business here, which we are able to do so many amazing things on those platforms, creating, you know, businesses, showing, showing case our products or whatever we want to bring out because everyone is on the social media platforms. But we can also inspire, we can also teach, we can also share stories and, and knowledge and information and experiences and things that we're going through. And I'm sure that each and every one of us is able to impact at least one person, if not so many in his life. So I think that it is super, super um, 
important to grow those followers as well as you know as well as to communicate with them i am always trying to communicate with with my followers at least on 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 my instagram for example when people are commenting me on my post i always go ahead and i reply to their comments and if someone is writing me on the dms i'm trying to reach out to as many as i can even if it's just a heart shape or it's just like a thank you or just like a, a one tiny sign so I'm, I'm not I'm not always able to reach everyone but I am so so happy to reply to as many as I can and I'm always trying to be as personal as I can because it's super super important to understand we're not just sitting on a mountain and waiting for people to come over we need to engage back and that's what community is all about and it's all about also the followers here the clubhouse whenever you follow someone and I always follow people I'm always trying to follow as many people as following me because when I'm following someone I can get to know him I can see his rooms I can see his hey champions guess what the breakfast with champions podcast airs live every single day 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the clubhouse app so make sure to download clubhouse and go check out breakfast with champions you're not gonna regret it see you there the him in the hallway so yeah creating followers and creating the, this engagement is super super crucial and it's 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 a great subject that you brought up so i hope that helps someone and i'm complete Kim. back to you thank you oh that's awesome tal thank you for that and what i do find is that often comes up for people when they're thinking about reaching more having more of a follower count what will happen it starts to get to our brain to a place of like what will they think of me and um here's the way i would love for you to think about this if you were, if there was somebody who was gasping for air, okay, gasping for air, and you had a bottle of air, would you, you could hand it to them, and then they could take a deep breath of that air, and they would be able to live. Would you, in that moment, say, you know what, my hair looks terrible today. Oh my gosh, my hair looks so bad. I cannot give that person this bottle of air. Mm-hmm. Are no. you asking me that? No. Yeah, it's just a global oh. rhetorical <laughs> question. You would give the air, but there's so often people... I don't care about my hair. <laughs> no, right. Oh, you mean about my hair or my air? <laughs> no, right. Yeah, this is rhetorical, but that people stop themselves from putting out their message or yep. reaching their audience or growing their following count because they're worried about what others are going to think of them. But when you start focusing on the fact that you have something, you have a message, a product, a program, a service that can change someone's life. That's the thing that they've been waiting for, praying for, hoping for every single day. It stops being about you and starts being about serving them. And that's when everything changes. And so growing your audience doesn't become a vanity metric. It becomes a sanity metric because we put our mission in front of our ego and we start to recognize that every single moment that we could spend sharing something with someone else that can solve, change their life was literally the moment we were put on this earth for. That that was the moment that we were put here for, that we were given our gifts, that we were given our treasures, that we were given our knowledge, and even the moment that we went through that mess for, so that we could have that message that we could share for others. So if you're desiring to have impact on the world, then it has to start with growing that social proof because through that people will believe that they can, that you can serve them well in a way that will allow you to serve them with greatness. Um, did I, Kim, can, I, can I add to what you just said? Sure. Now? Just yep. one thing, you know, and it's, it's, you know, a lot of people 
you know, don't like to come on stages or share because they think they don't have enough followers or their followers count is too small or there are people with a lot of followers um, on the stage and it's, it's a little bit frightening. So I do encourage everyone to really go out of your skin and just take that step and come on stages and start to speak. Even if you don't have a lot of followers, that's okay. But the way to grow them is really share, is really coming on stages and be yourself. And that's the magic of Clubhouse because Clubhouse, you can hear my breath, you can hear my voice, you can hear my heart, you can hear my thoughts. It's not like Instagram where, you know, someone can upload my picture, maybe my team or, or LinkedIn, someone can write my post or whatever, you know, other people can do it or it, there's no like soul in it. When it comes to Clubhouse, when you can just jump on stage and start to speak and be yourself, be authentic, appear and, and, and start to ask questions and to, to be involved, that's where you can really grow and that's exactly the way to do it. I started with zero, Kim started with zero, everyone on this stage started with zero followers and they grew step by step. So I, I, I love what you said, Kim, and, and it's super, super crucial to not be shy, be yourself, be authentic, don't wait for the great hair day, for the perfect makeup, who cares, you know, just be yourself and share your voice on everywhere that you are, on stages and also on different social media platforms. So thank you, Kim. Yes, so, so good. Okay, awesome. Well, I only have a few minutes left in this room. I'm going to give you guys a um, strategy you can use to go from zero to using the strategy, and that boils it down to just a few opt-ins a day. Uh, but before I do that, my quick shout out to you is we have a brand new free video series launching this week. It's four videos that shows you how to go from no list, no product, no program to launching a course. If you're a coach or consultant and you ever wanted to launch an online program or you already have one and you want to sell more of it, then that's a free gift for you. All you have to do is click on my face. I'm, I have a red face. I'm the third line down all the way to the right. Name is Kim Walsh Phillips and you can send me a DM with the word video, V-I-D-E-O, that's V-I-D-E-O, and I will send you an opt-in to our video series as soon as it's released. Okay, so here's where we're going to back into all of our all of our strategy here. If we want, this was, I just came, this just came to me the other day while I was doing an Instagram Live, which is another reason why you produce content, because it can help you to recognize what you're doing. Let's say, let's say we just got four opt-ins a day, four people to give us their email address every single day. Okay, cool. Four people. We did 365 days a year. You might be like, I'm not going to do this on Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's. That's cool. You could just do eight on a different day. But let's just say we did four a day, 365 days a year for people to give us our email address. You could do that just by coming, going in one clubhouse room a day. Uh, that would be 1,460 opt-ins. Awesome. Okay, cool. We know that 20% of people who opt in will show up for a webinar or masterclass. Okay, so I have, I have 1,460 opt-ins. That means I times that by 20% and that equals 292. 292 people will show up for my webinar. I know that 10% will buy. On average, 10% of people will buy product, a program, a service from you if you do a webinar, which equals 29 core sales, 29 core sales. Okay, cool. 29 core sales. What's our next step? We can do some kind of coaching program. Let's say we do, we decide to do a group coaching program and that's $10,000. Well, I know that 
30% would buy that group coaching. So what would that be? 29 people would buy my course times 30% times 0.3 equals 8.7. Let's just say eight. So I had $29,000 in sales from my course. Awesome. Then I had eight people in my group coaching times $10,000. So we would do plus $80,000. And I know from just getting four opt-ins a day, I now have six figures in that revenue, $109,000. What does that mean? It's not magic. It's math. Getting four people to opt in a day can equal six figures in a business. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what you're going to do. And of course, you would have to do the work. This isn't magic. What I'm saying is come up with the outcome you want. You want to grow your follower count by a thousand people? How long are you giving yourself? Now you know how many followers you need to get in a day. You want to grow your email list by a thousand people? How many do you need to get in a day? You want to lose a pound and this much weight? How many calories you need to burn in a day? Stop making it about magic. Stop making it about hope. Stop making it about wishing and start making it about math. Just take that big goal, break it into a smart goal, coming up with exactly what you need to do every single day. And it stops being about the someday, maybe I will. And instead it makes today I am. And you do that one thing today that you could thank yourself for a year from now, that you took that action, that created that goal, that created that dream to not just be a dream, but become your reality. And that's what we're talking up in here today, Kim Walsh Phillips. I have two minutes left. Does anyone like to tap into this topic? Someone we haven't heard from, go ahead and flash your mic if you want to tap into the conversation all about oh sarah over to you thank you for joining us on breakfast with champions if you want to catch the live version you can follow us on clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m to 11 a.m eastern time monday through friday saturday 6 to noon and sundays with our 111 sunday service make sure you're keeping up with breakfast with champions and getting yourself a seat at the table